This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 304 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network. Please support our sponsors because they make this show possible. Our sponsors this week are Total Saddle Fit, Buy Me to D Wormers, Cora Gem, and Mill Creek Spreaders. This is Lindsay McCall from Jupiter, Florida. And this is Ellie Brimmer from Wellington, Florida. And you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show, brought to you by the United States Paraclestrian Association. And we have our producer, Glenn, with us. Hi, guys. I haven't been with you the last couple of months, but it's good to talk to you again. Yeah, yeah it's great to, to, to hear you. from you. Well, Lindsay, let's start with you. You live in Jupiter, Florida, which, if I remember correctly, is kind of along the coast above Wellington in in spring break territory. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It it has been absolutely crazy. And you think Jupiter, it's actually like a small town. We don't really have a lot of hotels for people to stay in. I think everybody and their brother is staying in Grandma's house. (laughs) Because it has been like wall-to-wall SUVs from New York and New Jersey. The beaches are crowded, which shouldn't even happen. It's been absolutely crazy. I feel like I live in Fort Lauderdale or Myrtle Beach. (laughs) It has been nuts. And I'm not sure if it's still bad weather up north or what it is. You know what I think of? You know what I kind of picture it as every time spring break comes around? It's kind of like the whole country tilts and pours all the college students right into Florida. Uh, I know. <laughs> they all just oh get dumped right into Florida. Oh. And it's, we've got the bad driving right now, and we've, it's, it's crazy. I, I took my Labrador on the beach the other day, and I couldn't even really walk too far without being stopped. It was it was a little <laughs> too much for me. <laughs> and Ellie, you're down there. It's the end. You're coming to the end of jumping and dressage season in Wellington, right? Yeah, things things are winding down. I was a uh, talking to Lindsay earlier and saying I was looking forward to checking out the sales over at West. <laughs> Is that what so, happens? Um, they All the stores have big sales at the end? Yep, for sure. Because they want to get rid of their inventory before they head north. So <laughs> it's always, you can usually find a deal or two. So and so. Bargain time. Bargain time at West. Yes. <laughs> now, uh-huh. now so, the relatively speaking, <laughs> we're recording this on Monday night, and of course the Ocali- or the uh, hits million is tonight. Actually, going on right now. Oh yeah, so, that's right. That's the million dollar jumper class here in Ocala, and we will start to see. We've seen the eventers pretty much uh, pack up and leave at this point. They've all headed to Carolina, and then they'll be heading north. So we've seen a lot of the eventers packing up, but the jumpers will pack up soon. And, and pretty soon, Ellie, you'll be living in a ghost town down there in Wellington. Yeah, no, I'm looking forward to it. I, uh, I just moved down this fall for officially for full time. And I, uh, I've done my work with Shelly Francis this winter because she is, besides when she has to travel to Europe, she is mainly year-round here. And she's got a covered arena, and her barn has a very nice cross breeze, so... I'm thinking I'll be okay this summer. We'll manage. Uh, I'm going to talk to her in about the beginning of August, Lindsay, and we'll see if she says the same thing. <laughs> I was just going to say, I've ridden the whole summer, and it is um, you ride before 11 o'clock, and you try to wash the horses down very quickly, and you keep them very nice and cool. Cause it 11 o'clock? I was going to say you ride before 7 o'clock, and then... <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I would start at 6.30, and I'd get on as early as I could, and then yep. ride my last horse before 11, and I'm done for the day. That's right. <laughs> 
You either ride before <laughs> like 10 in the morning or after like 7 in the evening. Uh, yes. It's, it's one or the other. It does get... And you guys are much hotter down. There's actually a big difference in temperature between Ocala and, and Wellington. You're about four hours south of us, and it is a big difference in temperature. Uh, oh, it's, yeah, huge difference. Oh, yeah. I, we, don't, we don't get any of that season change or anything, so it's a big difference. And I'm, are you looking forward to this 95-degree heat this summer, Ellie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll manage. You know, I think I grew up in Minnesota. And going, you know, dealing with the winters there, you know, it's about the same as dealing with the summers here. So. <laughs> well, uh, I know there's some people who just got snow up in the north are going, Ugh, what what first world problems you people have. So <laughs> we have a good hey. show planned for today, don't we? Yeah, um, we are. Yeah, we have. Let's see, Jane Corey on today from, uh, she's a, a big adventure that used to ride with Bruce Davidson. Um, she is working with the New Jersey, Jersey Fresh Horse Trials. And we also have, um, Gigi McIntosh on, who was a very top eventer as well, who was injured while eventing and is now a paratrophage rider. And, uh, Ellie, tell us about who else is on. Uh, we also have Missy Ranshausen on, uh, the former, uh, Chef Keith for the Paraquestrian Association, and she is Gigi's coach. And so she is updating us on her winter season, and well as uh, talking about her and Gigi's plans to go forward to Europe. And all of that is coming up on today's show. But first, we have to hear from one of our sponsors, and we'll be back with uh, Gigi and Jane. Total Saddle Fit, the shoulder relief girth that Reese and Philip both love. And here's why. The Saddle Fit solution you have been waiting for is finally here. TotalSaddleFit.com is proud to introduce the Shoulder Relief Girth. This strategically shaped girth actually moves the girth line of your saddle back over one inch, thereby freeing your horse's shoulders from the saddle. Traditional girths pull saddles up against a horse's shoulders and often over the top of the shoulders. The shoulder relief girth's recessed ends allow for the billets to buckle into the girth farther back to give your horse unparalleled freedom of motion. We are so certain that your saddle will fit better and your horse will be more comfortable that for a limited time we are offering a 30-day, 110% money-back guarantee. If you are not totally satisfied with your shoulder relief girth, send it back for a full refund plus 10% of the purchase price. Don't wait. Order now for the best saddle fit solution available. At totalsaddlefit.com. Visit totalsaddlefit.com. And coming up next will be Gigi McIntosh, who was a top eventer, who is now a paradressage athlete after a injury. Um, actually, I should say an accident that occurred. And her good friend, Jane Corey, who is also a top eventer who rode with Bruce Davidson over the years, and she is in charge of the Jersey Fresh Horse Trials coming up. Hi, Jane. Thanks for coming on to the show today to chat with us. So tell me about kind of about yourself and your equestrian background. Okay. Um, it, very briefly, um, I've been involved with horses pretty much all my life. We moved, my family moved to a farm in Pennsylvania in 1957 and 
from that point on, it was sort of a total immersion. My mother started a business. We ended up having a large boarding and instruction stable um, running competitions, and that sort of got us into eventing in the early 70s. Um, with myself eventing plus with, uh, with us building courses and starting to run events on our property. So it just grew, it kept growing. So it started in the 70s and just kept growing and growing and growing and growing and, uh, through the years. So through my, in my own riding, um, I ended up competing through the advanced level and riding with Bruce Davidson. And somewhere in those years of all the other stuff that I was doing with riding and teaching, um, well, I was, I also taught a lot all through those years as well and ended up connecting with Gigi and a bunch of other women actually who we all rode sort of at the same level and we ended up taking lessons from Bruce Davidson and there was a lot of interconnection among all of us um, in that way. So my life has always been with horses, with either riding, teaching, organizing, whatever, and it still continues to be that way. That's wonderful. And of course, there's all those interconnections with all those different people. And um, I guess, tell me, you were talking about Gigi, and we're, you're referring to Gigi McIntosh, who's now um, a para-equestrian dressage rider. Tell me, how did you get to know her? You said you met her, and was it, was it through the eventing world? Yes, it was in the eventing world, and he will probably be able to correct me better than I am. I think we probably met each other first just at competitions, um, and it wasn't long after we met each other um, that we both were being coached by Bruce Davidson, and because my farm was a large farm with a cross-country, a lot of different levels of cross-country courses on the farm, Gigi would often come and bring, especially her younger, greener horses to my farm, and I would help her on cross-country, and so we had that relationship as well. But mostly through seeing each other at the competition, because we were both super serious um, about our riding and competed a lot, um, and I think it was probably that was our, our main connection. Has it been recently that you reconnected with Jane since you've gotten back involved in the para, or have you been kind of friends throughout your whole recovery process? I think I've been friends with Jane forever. Um, you know, we definitely had a support group when we were having lessons with Bruce. Um, mm-hmm. And after my accident, oh, and even before my accident, when Jane had had sort of retired from active competition, she often came to the big events with me. Every Fair Hill, she helped me in the 10-minute box and often mm-hmm. um, at Essex, at the Essex Horse Trials in New Jersey. Um, and once I got hurt, she was the first person I thought to turn to when I wanted to start riding again. One of the programs that um, Pleasant Hollow Farms was very involved with was the Court Center for Handicap Riding. Mm-hmm. At the Court Center, they had probably six wonderful therapeutic handicap riding horses who were really high quality horses. When it, when the first time I rode with Jane, um, obviously I was very excited. I can't tell you how how anxious Jane and my husband were, but I couldn't wait to get on a horse. Can you tell us a little bit about this upcoming event you guys are doing together? Okay, I'll start and then you can, you can jump in. Um, for 
uh, seven years or so, I think, I think very bad on time frames, but for about seven years, I've been the organizer of Jersey Fresh International, which has been running, this is the mm-hmm. 13th year, um, so maybe it's more than seven that I've been doing it, it's more than seven, it's ten, sorry, it's ten years. I've been doing it for ten, running, organizing for ten years, this is the 13th year it's been running, and... Mm-hmm. Um, we are this year for the first time. Jersey Fresh is always looking to have other sort of involvements uh, other than just the competition itself. Um, and we've mm-hmm. done different in the past. And because of knowing Gigi, and because I, I guess it was just timely this year that in the, in the past year with um, with Gigi getting so much involved in the para dressage and competing in Europe and doing fundraisers and all that. And she was just in my mind more in that direction. And just in a conversation one day with another person who was on a committee for Jersey Fresh, I, was, I think I was just accusing about Gigi and what she was doing. And we both looked at each other, this woman and I looked at each other and said, we should get involved with uh, para equestrians. It would be a perfect thing to have a Jersey Fresh. So that's sort of how it started for this year. So... <laughs> I'm not even positive exactly how it's going to pan out. Giggy and Hope and Lynn Matthews as the first second New Jersey and I are working on it, but there's there is going to be a number of different things happening with the power equestrians at Jersey Fresh. That's wonderful. Um, Giggy, can you maybe talk to me a little bit about um, the support you received from the eventing community? Um, I know that your coach, Missy, who we'll have on later, is an eventer. And, uh, you know, there's a couple other notable um, ex-eventers in the para world. Uh, Peppa Pusch, obviously our friend um, from Austria, comes to mind. Um, but if you could just share to me, I know the eventing community is very close and kind of what it means to you to have their continued involvement. Uh, well, my eventing friends certainly tried so hard to keep me involved um, in their world when I was hurt. Um, but I was lucky enough to reap the benefit of several ex-event horses. All of you know Idago or Hobbs. He was he was my original para horse, and ironically, the first time I met him, he had just. Buck had just fallen off him at Jersey Fresh. So, right. So, that's, yeah, that's that's our very first connection to Jersey Fresh. But Charlotte <laughs> Baffalon also won a, a scholarship for being an outstanding junior eventer before her terrible mm-hmm. accident. And Sydney, there are really cute pictures of Sydney Collier running around cross country and of course Mary Jordan. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, our riders yeah. are are enjoying the uh, enjoyed the eventing world as well. Um, I want to know if you could tell our audience just a little bit because I, so we could talk about your um, your actual injury and how it occurred. I was hoping you kind of synopsis that for our um, listeners. Uh, the, the the short explanation is that I was riding a green horse cross country. Um, in 1999, 1998 was my best year ever. I had finished the four-star at Rolex. I had taken two horses to Europe. Um, I was ready to come out gangbusters in 1999 with a lovely horse, Arrow, who was competing at the advanced level, and a young horse um, whose name was Scarva, 
Um, unfortunately, going intermediate at Morven Park in the spring, actually um, very close to this time of year, um, I asked him to stand off way too far on a jump and he fell and I broke my neck. But the amazing thing about the eventing community is that from the first minute I was on the ground, I was never alone. I All my friends came out to talk to me. There were six or seven people in the emergency room, and I was in the rehab for six weeks, and every night was a party. I, I never felt alone, and that that very close tie has carried on through the eventing community. That's why this tie-in with Jersey Fresh is just is perfect. I think it's so great. You guys all have such a great connection. And, and um, Jane, you said you've been friends with Gigi for such a long time. And we, when you were with Bruce Davidson, I mean, what's it like now to watch Gigi ride um, in the paradisage world? It's totally amazing. I mean, um, just the, uh, the, the strength that she has in her, in her soul to be able to do what she does and the, the empathy with horses that she still has is just astonishing. I mean, all the different horses that she rode at Pleasant Hollow in her starting up back to riding again. Uh, one of them was a 15-hand lesson horse that was ridden by mostly walk-trot people, beginners, because she was so damn quiet, and so she was a perfect therapy horse. That horse had never been on the bit in her entire life, and she was probably 15 years old. Gigi would ride her and have her on the bit, walk, trot, and canter. And it's because not because she's a strong person physically, it's because she's such a good rider. So it just goes on from there. <laughs> that's that's great. And and so to um talk about what's coming up now, the Jersey trial the Jersey Fresh trials are coming up. And I know we're going to be doing a demonstration there. The Paradisage is going to be doing a demonstration there, I think, on May 10th. And Dee yep. is going to be involved in that and maybe a few other, other of our Paradisage athletes. And then um, what is just, I guess, the big event there? Is this, the, is this like the last qualifier for the, for the Paralympics, or Paralympics, for Rio, for the eventing team? Is that correct? I, I think I think that's correct. To tell you the truth, I get I'm so focused on just running it that it doesn't it doesn't matter in our running of it if that's true or not. But I think it is true, um, and it, it is a uh, it's a CCI two star and three star and a CIC two star and three star. So we'll do some up and coming horses and riders as well as some super top of the line horses and riders. So it's so it's a uh, it's a lot of fun, and every year um, we try to add more extra things to the competition. You know, more uh, more other activities to bring other people in to spectators, because uh, eventing in the state of New Jersey is not like a huge popular sport. <laughs> so, it you have to you keep trying to find other things to increase attendance to get people excited about it because it's pretty darn exciting once you're there. And did they just improve that facility? They just added some, I, I read somewhere that they had added some really great footing there. Well, they're working on, that's a totally separate thing for, like, I I work for the Horse Park in New Jersey in that I, I run Jersey Fresh and a few other competitions, but I'm not on the Horse Park board. Um, mm -hmm. But I do know, and I actually did try to find out about this because I knew that you'd want to know about it. There is a capital campaign going on that's by the Horse Park itself, which is 
the the big entity that Jersey Fresh is under right now. Um, but so there's a capital campaign going on to to raise money. There's a, a contract with Martin Collins Footing Company, I believe, and as money is raised, footing will be improved in all the rings, one ring at a time. I cannot tell you a timeline on that because nobody really knows the timeline right now. But there is a, it's a work in progress. It might take a little while to implement. It's not going to happen before Jersey Fresh, I can tell you that, um, just because that's just too short of a time. But um, it's it's very very encouraging that the horse park board is putting effort into making that a priority. So we're all excited about that. Uh, absolutely. You know that that would be a, such a good thing. You know, it's really exciting to see this connection come forward with um, with the adventures of the Paradisage community. And I know um, we're always looking for new places to have events. And this sounds like it could be a real possibility if they continue this partnership as well. What are your big summer plans moving forward after this event at Jersey Fresh? Well, actually, it's before. I have a lot to pack in before the event at Jersey Fresh. (laughs) Um, Rio and I are scheduled, and Rio and Rachel and I are scheduled to leave somewhere between April 10th and 13th to go to Belgium. Yes, and where we we will be based actually with James Dwyer and his wife. Um, oh, wonderful. So if a Johnson Dwyer, we're really looking forward to that. Our first show will be at Warem, Belgium um, at the end of April and we're doing a show in Mannheim the weekend right after that. Missy um, will be at the Ocala Horse Trials on April, the weekend of April 10th, and she'll fly to Belgium to meet us the following weekend. Um, So we're really excited about that. We hope we get Rio back out of quarantine in time to make it to Jersey Fresh. But (laughs) Sydney Collier has promised to to be there with Belzon for the demonstration ride. And those of you who know Sydney know that she spews sunshine wherever she goes. So I'm really excited <laughs> to be able to show her off um, and show and to show everyone that the uh, para riders are serious riders and to be taken seriously as competent international competitors. Right. Absolutely. Well, I hope all your plans go well, and I hope Rio gets out of quarantine in time. So be looking forward to seeing her after uh, after your wonderful adventures. And uh, Jane, it's been lovely talking to you. Monty Roberts has been using and talking about CoreGem for four years now. CoreGem is one of the leading suppliers of Brazilian killer bee propolis, both in liquid and cream. As horse owners, we want a topical product that provides superior results for girthage, saddle irritation, rain rot, and all fungal issues, even scratches and ringworm. CoreGem does it all. We also want a product that heals wounds fast and minimizes the appearance of scars. CoreGem does that too. And we want it to regrow hair in affected area and reduce skin inflammation, and Corgem does that. Plus, it contains no steroids, antibiotics, or chloride. It is non-toxic. It's even safe when your horses lick it, and we know they will. 
Used and recommended by veterinarians, breeders, and trainers from all over. Get Corrigem today at CorrigemAnimals.com. That's C-O-R-I-G-E-M Animals.com. And use the coupon code HRN2015. That stands for Horse Radio Network. HRN2015 and get 10% off your next order just because you're a listener to this show. That's HRN2015 at CorrigemAnimals.com. We all know the importance of deworming our horses, and Dr. Ellefson of Biomedia Equine is helping us make sure we are doing it right. Listen for his four-part series the first week of every month on this very show. I just wanted to remind everyone, if you are due for deworming, why not save a few bucks on the popular Biomedia line of wormers, including Equimax, Bimectin, Exodus, Exodus Multidose, and Equal. You can find coupons and special offers at buymediaequine.com, including a variety of rebate offers from cash to free ivermectin. You can also get up to $2 a dose back for Equimax. And while you're at Buy Media Equine, get your free horse health record keeper, and you can just download it there. Plus, learn a bunch about parasites and deworming at Buy Media. That's B I M E D A Equine.com. We at the Horse Radio Network all use Buy Media dewormers because we want the best for our horses, and we know you want the best for yours too. Buy Media Equine.com and tell them the Horse Radio Network sent you. Gigi is going to continue on with us through this next bit, and we now have joining us Missy Ranshausen, uh, Gigi's coach and the former U.S. chef to keep for the Paradisage. Hi, Missy. Uh, it's great to talk to you again. Um, let's start off really quick. Um, can you give us a quick update on how your situation has been uh, since the fire you had with your camper? Well, it's uh, basically like starting all over again. Um, I've had oh, tremendous yeah. support down here with everybody that, uh, you know, helps me out from the north. Um, and mm-hmm. then amazing, uh, just through the mail of what I've received for clothing and some financial support to help buy a new car. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, you know, the, the biggest thing now, you know, obviously is dealing with insurance companies. But uh, oh, yeah. my landlord here has been phenomenal. So she uh, had an extra house and moved me into her house. And, you know, so basically I could just keep my business going. And she's given me a car to drive, you know, until mm-hmm. I uh, sort something out. So um, it's just, it, it's you know, it's hard to lose everything you know, that you have with you for the season, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in such a quick <laughs> moment of uh, of that mm-hmm. fire. But, um, you know, yeah, life life goes on. And, and in the end, as everyone has said to me, is, you know, it's all replaceable. No lives are lost. Yeah. And, and, and um, I'm sure we're all we're grateful uh, for that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, Yep, my little four-legged creatures, my little dogs got out. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, all of that is is you know the the most important part. And now it's just rebuilding. Yep. And now, um, with all that aside, how has the rest of your winter season been going with your horses and your students? It, it's been good. I've actually I've I've got uh, a couple students down here that uh, are heading to do uh, a CCI 
in the next couple of weeks, and they've been great. Um, and we've had a couple of young horses moving up and coming along well. Um, so it's all been, it's been good. It's been good. Everybody's, uh, working hard and, um, you know, horses are, are well so far, knock on wood. And, um, yeah, we're just continue forward. <laughs> and, uh, you know, looking in, what are your plans for the summer? I know you're going to help, uh, help Diggy out in Europe a little bit. And, uh, but what else do you have going on for yourself? Um, I've got... I just have a young horse, so she won't be, uh, you know, basically she's starting from the very bottom. She's just turning four. Um, so she won't be doing a, a ton of competing. Um, but then we've got, you know, students that are headed uh, possibly to the Pan American Games and also to the Young Riders Championships this summer. So you're leaving very soon, Missy. Uh, correct, or you're leaving um, with Gigi. To go over to Europe? Yep. We, uh, we're we going to fly over the middle of April um, and do two European competitions, um, you know, back-to-back, and then come back. <laughs> so it's a very it's a very quick trip and, and hopefully extremely productive in that short amount of time. And, uh, and you know, for the most part, we have a great facility uh, to train out of and we'll be with friends. Uh, We're going to meet up with James Dwyer and his lovely wife, Philippa. And, uh, you know, I think all of that is, it will be good. We'll be good because we'll have their guidance as well. What are your goals over there? Um, Since you guys are making such a quick trip over there and Gigi, you can answer this too. I pulled you back on the line here and let us know kind of what, what are your guys' goals for those, those short time period over there? Well, I think, I mean, the biggest thing for, for me was, with Gigi is to get out and uh, you know, now that she's a confirmed one, a, and really uh, get seen and have the judges see the, the the wonderful rapport that she has with her horse. And I uh, really try to, you know, come out of it positive going forward that they really like the combination. So that's our, our you know, and then once again, traveling is, is always a factor and just learning more as you travel. Of course. I think I'm really excited about it because Rio, I, I had Rio for about six months when we jumped on the plane to go over there last year, and it was just sort of a whirlwind tour. So I'm really excited this year after some serious work this winter with Rachel Gross, and, and Jessica has also ridden Rio a lot this winter. I'm really excited for the judges to see how much she's grown and gotten stronger and just that we've both matured together over the last little while. I'm really excited to see, I hope, a big change in the scores. And that's, you know, that's the part too. Is, is It's important for us because uh, we obviously don't compete against the Europeans uh, as often as we need to. That uh, you know when we when we do send Ryder over, that it's a very capable pair, um, and will make you know obviously a good impression. But also that um, 
you know, the partnership between the horse and rider really comes out. Um, in choosing these para shows, you know, you've had the opportunity with uh, Gigi and other riders to go to Europe and go to a couple different venues. Um, is there any favorite venue that you have for the para that's a little more friendly? Or uh, did you just choose it based on the dates and what you could get done? Well, this trip was a little bit uh, based on dates uh, and having two competitions that were close enough together that the transportation mm-hmm. from one to the other was feasible. Um, I do like uh, the one that we go to, um, I would say, most of the time in Belgium. That one's really quite nice at Marcel. Um the only thing is that a lot of times the, the warm-up arenas are a bit small compared to what we mm-hmm. have here in the States. Um, but they're always accessible. Um, and, you know, they're used to the pair of riders, so they're they're quite open, uh, and, you mm-hmm. know, that way. And they can, you know, it's, it's based on the pair of riders. Whereas a lot of times over here they're added, you know, so the facility is not so much set up for them. The the other part that's so much fun about going over there is, for me especially, is seeing all those famous para riders that you've you know you've read about the British team <laughs> and and I was delighted last year to meet Peppa Pooch who who a, <laughs> a four star event rider who had a very similar injury to mine and to see him become the elder statesman and as well respected as a para rider as he is um, was inspirational for me. When you go over there, Missy, I know the competition is intense. You know, there's a lot on the line, but it's the same aspect as a trainer. Do you go over to Europe and learn from the other trainers um, a little bit more each time? Maybe how to teach a little differently or maybe a little quick technique here and there? Um, Yeah, I mean, there's always, you know, you always open your eyes to what they do. I think the biggest thing for me has always been equipment. (laughs) Um, the wide variety of adaptive equipment that you see um, in Europe is is amazing. I mean, we don't, we haven't even come close to it over here. Um, So that end of it is is really uh, what I like to do and and walk around and watch how they're warming up and, and, you know, how they use their different equipment and for each of the riders. I think that's, um, you know, because a lot of times they're teaching in a foreign language, so I can't really understand. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, you just, you take what you can, and a lot of times it's it's good information, certainly. And outside of, of the riding, I, I thought I've heard that you were designing a course or doing something else. Is that true? No, no, that was... <laughs> <laughs> that was just a funny rumor that went around. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad we squashed it then. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't. Yeah, I don't exactly have the time for it yet. But eventually, maybe. <laughs> eventually, I might be at the end, other end of it all. <laughs> but not at the moment. We're all ready. Well, we look forward to hearing how you guys do overseas in Europe and come back. And uh, we're looking forward to it. And and thank you so very much for coming on the show tonight together. 
They've made the best even better. Mill Creek Manufacturing is now the first and only company to make stainless steel compact manure spreaders. What does that mean for you? A worry-free solution to your manure management for years to come. Often if a body on a spreader rusts, it's time for a new one. And we've had that happen. We certainly had some old spreaders that rusted out. Mill Creek stainless steel spreaders are guaranteed not to rust through for life. These are the only compact manure spreaders you'll find anywhere with a warranty like that. There's also a three-year warranty on the mechanics and structure. Put this together with Mill Creek's exclusive low-maintenance sealed bearings, and you've got a machine that you can count on to perform day in and day out with no headaches for you. The stainless steel option is available on six of Mill Creek's models, from the popular 27, suitable for up to four horses, to the Big Daddy 127 for over 20 horses. Two of the models can be ordered with either ground or PTO drive. Like all Mill Creek spreaders, stainless steel spreaders have the lowest sides in the industry for easy manure loading. You can't go wrong with any Mill Creek manure spreader, but the new stainless steel models are truly something special. You've never seen anything like them before. Mill Creek has been in business for almost 30 years, and they've continuously improved their designs with horse owners in mind. Horse owners like you and I, who appreciate the best quality, best engineered machines on the market. When you call Mill Creek, you'll reach them at their own factory in Pennsylvania. That's right, not in India, but in Pennsylvania, because they're all made in the USA. Give them a call today at 800-311-1323 or visit their website at millcreekspreaders.com. That's millcreekspreaders.com. Just a little news before we uh, wrap up the show today. We have Annie Peavy, who participated on this Friday down in Wellington at the Challenge of the Americas. She was asked to be a part of one of the teams, and she had the honorary role of riding um, in the Challenge of the Americas, which is for the fight against breast cancer. And I also think we should mention, because I thought run through a press release somewhere, that Ellie won a big award. Tell me about that, Ellie. Thanks. Um, I was riding last week at uh, the Global Dressage Festival and Draper Therapies uh, decided to give me their Best Foot Forward Award. So um, it was really nice of them. I got some great products and uh, it was very appreciative and unexpected. Very good, Ellie. Yay for you. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I remember they do that every year, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, they're a good company. They have some good products mm-hmm. too. I wear their socks yeah. actually every. All the I time. love the socks. I, I do got too. From them, they're great. <laughs> I do too. You know, I got a funny story to tell you about their socks, Ellie. Is during the World Equestrian Games, Cat Cat uh, was still working there. Rep was still working there then. And uh, after about the third day, we were covering everything, as you know, uh, for the games, mm-hmm. and because we did the radio show for it. And about the third day, I was so tired of walking. My feet hurt so bad. I stopped by the Draper booth and met Cat, and she said, "I got socks for you." Those solve your problem. She gave me the socks. I put them on immediately. And one day later, I didn't have feet problem for the rest of the 16 days. Oh, my uh, God. Wonderful. That's are, a good endorsement if I ever heard it. They are miracle socks. I came back and gave her a big hug the next day, and we've been best friends ever since. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Their socks are really, really good. They have that that magic. They have the Draper magic yeah. in them. Yeah. So I've you, tried them a couple times, and they are very comfortable. I do enjoy them. And your feet don't hurt. I mean, you, you don't think about it because... 
because you don't think about it because your feet aren't hurting, you know. Uh, but then you go, I just walked the entire Rolex course and my feet don't hurt. You know, so it's like, okay. yeah. Yeah, you're going to love their products, Ellie. Well, yeah. well, uh, I have a couple of housekeeping things here. One is I wanted to mention to everybody here that the Horse Radio Network, the specifically... The Horses in the Morning Show will be at Road to the Horse, which is the top colt starting competition in the world. We'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday doing morning show, live morning shows, Horses in the Morning Shows from uh, the Kentucky Horse Park, from the Alltech Arena. And uh, the, I was there last year, and it's just a fascinating thing to watch how they take these these quarter horses that have never been touched and they're doing amazing things with them over a three-day period of time and then uh, compete with them on Sunday. It's just an amazing thing to watch. It is completely sold out, but if you are in the Lexington area and want to see a little bit of it, Thursday, this Thursday, it is free to get in and they're having their wild card competition. It's a lot of fun to watch. It's in the late, it's in the afternoon. You can check the schedule at the Kentucky Horse Park website, but it's free to get in and you can come out and uh, be sure to say hi to us there at the Horse Radio Network. We'll have a booth there as well. So I wanted to mention that. And of course, Reese and Philip will be back next week. Reese is heading home today, Ellie. She vacated the premises oh. in Wellington. She's heading I've back to Kentucky. I've had a great time and seeing her. We keep on running into each other at shows. We had dinner the other week. Oh, really? So. Great. I'm glad you got yeah. to get together. Very good. Yeah. Good. She's so sweet. Uh, I love Reese. So we're going to get to see her, too. She's going to come out on Thursday, actually. She's going to come out on Thursday and see us at the horse park. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, guys, uh, I guess we need to wrap it up. Um, you can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website at dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Just search for Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. You can learn more about the United States Paraquestrian Association at USPEA.org and on Facebook. And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. And remember, one man's wrong week, another man's counter-parents.